What's going on, y'all? We back. Another episode of School in the Game podcast. It's your boy, School. And uh, what's going on, man? How y'all doing today? Are you just saying yeah. school? You're not going to introduce the game? It's just school? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, School. Like, I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. How y'all answer. doing, man? Y'all can introduce yourself. <laughs> got, got my guy, Beans, too. Oh, yeah, Beans. Oh, oh, yeah, do say the gang. That's it. That's it. That's what we ask. You have to name you know us. I mean, we, 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 we got the game. game. We got we got the squad here. So for so for sure. My bad. Hollywood over there, man. It's it's, it's uh you know biz in the game. My bad. Friends of the show. Hey, put some respect on my name, man. <laughs> my show. What's going on, man? How y'all week, man? Been pretty good. Can't mm-hmm. complain. I mean, I, I think this week was a, a pretty uh normal week. Define normal. <laughs> I mean compared compared to everything else. Compared to life. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean it ain't had nobody riots, nobody trying to take siege at no buildings or nothing like that. So yeah, so well, was, uh, our president did get impeached, but I guess that is normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was about yeah, to say, two times. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely regular shit at this point. Yeah, he definitely making history. Does he, on, does he go on the Guinness Book of World Records for that? <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> is it? <laughs> There's a lot of stupid records in that book. Nah, it wouldn't be the worst. It wouldn't be the worst record in there. I tell you that much. Wouldn't be the worst one. I'll look into it. You should. You should nominate him. Hell no. <laughs> get my boot. Nominate that man for nothing. I feel like you'd be saying every week is bad though, Biz. Why is every week bad? Tired, man. This shit is trash, man. I want to go outside, man. Thanks, yo. Outside still closed. I want to go outside, man. So it's going to be trash to try to get outside. Can't wait for this out that part. It's going to be a while for that. Well, it's going to be trash for that, too. <laughs> man, they vaccinated a lot of people quickly, so hopefully it'll start dying down a little bit. Yeah. Y'all, take, y'all taking the vaccine? Y'all decide? Y'all change your mind? I know Biz said they on that second round yet? Eighth round. We got six more to go, baby. Like <laughs> <laughs> catch me in August. That's it. Nah, I'm still I'm I'm still waiting, man. I'm I'ma see. I was I'm a little yeah. less skeptical than I was before, but I still I'm still not trying to take it too soon. I know a few people that that taking it. Most people say it just hurt like wherever they got the shot at, but nobody I know had any like um side effects or anything. Nobody was foaming yeah. at the mouth or nothing? Nah. <laughs> that seems like the first symptom. You just start foaming at the mouth and then like the first symptom of what? Rabies? Right. <laughs> <laughs> just try to eat your face off and shit. <laughs> the first symptom. Do we have the the Pfizer one and the Moderna one in the United States now or still just the one? Um, I think, it's, I I think, think we got both of them. Yeah, we got both. One of our coworkers um, at my uh, job, our company, they're um, offering it for us because I guess we're considered frontline. 
because we work face-to-face. Our department works face-to-face with our students mm-hmm. more than everybody else in the um, agency. Mm-hmm. So I know a couple of my coworkers, they've gotten the Moderna and the Pfizer because one is one dose and one is the other is like two doses or something like that. Mm-hmm. So some people come in and say, I got my first dose. And then some people are like, oh, I, I got mine already. So I'm all set. So. Yeah. I wonder if they got different like side effects to two different ones. So not the same. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't gotten it, but like school, from what I've heard, everybody's just been getting the pain, like like a regular flu shot, getting the pain in the arm for a couple a day or two or whatever. And then um, a couple of them was like they felt a little um, lethargic and a little like tired, but so like your typical flu shot kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just kind of crazy how quick they made that virus, but it take them long to figure out everything how else. They what? I mean, the uh, the vaccine. <laughs> now you you might have had it right the first time. You <laughs> might have it right the first time. <laughs> I was, I admit, that's <laughs> that too. Yeah, no, nah, that too. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. But it, it it just shows it's a money game because it's like at at this point, people dying is costing them more money than you know them saving them with this vaccine. So. That's how I'm looking at it. It's a money game. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Which one costs less? Saving them or letting them die? Nah, that shit was definitely man made. Mm-hmm. Population control. You figure where you know, origin where it came from? They, I mean, it's on record that they have some practices as far as population control and how they go about mm-hmm. population down. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's well documented as far as like their practices and how they try to keep the population down over there. But at the same time, I think they just start letting families have more than one kid like a couple of years ago. So it seems like if you're going to start letting them have more kids, why are you still trying to control the population? It seems like it don't make sense. A lot of stuff don't make sense in this world, man. But I said the money. Everything's around around money. For our first topic, since we kind of flew off the rails on that one. You know what else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, what, what we got? <laughs> that was the first? <laughs> no, nah, that wasn't. Nah, that, that, that kind <laughs> of just happened. <laughs> That's good TV right there. That's good TV. <laughs> but now, uh, yeah, I want to go with the fly list or the no fly list. Yeah. You didn't even let me do my segue. I was about to show you how to do a segue. Nigga, son, <laughs> by all means, for God's sake, do a segue. Because we spent like 10 minutes on a topic that we didn't have listed. People already know <laughs> what the topic is, so I got to wait. I got to figure out a new one for the next one. Oh, my God. You got it. Yeah, I mean, you can, se- you can segue and just, you know, make your edit. I said, yeah. In terms of waiting, like, how long we got to wait? Like, what's the, like... Nah, I'm about to bring it in. All right. Work your, nah. work your editing skills, man. Just, I mean, nah, 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 nah. It got to be fluent. It can't be, like, choppy. Yeah, no fly Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I personally just thought it was hilarious that they thought they was gonna go riot, no mask, no nothing, bragging on camera and stuff, and then go to the airport and go back home like it was all sweet. Go home like it was nothing. Well, I said, a lot though. of niggas flew there. How are you gonna get back home, fam? Yeah, like most, I'll say most of the people that was there weren't like DC natives. Like a lot of them drove, a lot of them flew. They were like just lollygagging, like going back to the airport, like they about to go home and like they were snatching people up crazy. The one video where the dude was like picked them oh, up by the cuffs, one one cop at one arm, one cop at the other. They literally just had them off the ground, just <laughs> taking them off the airport. He's spazzing. They just like, all right, gotta go, buddy. 
Yo, my Same man, old. come here. Step <laughs> Stay right here real quick. Y'all seen the one with that lady? She was like, what about my kids? So you mean to tell me you went down there with your kids? With your kids. With your kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, like, like I was saying, oh, last oh, pod or two man. pods before, is like, it's just, it just shows how much people just really thought what they were doing wasn't wrong. Yeah. It's like they just think it's gonna go back to their lives and oh, well, that was that. Like, nah, fam, like it's consequences to this stuff, man. No, facts. The fact they just get like they're gonna get back on the airport and just fly back home is sick. It was in the airport like, screaming. <laughs> this I is think what it was, they, I think it was, this is how, this is what they do to us. Us. Mm-hmm. I wasn't out oh, there I with said. you, bro. There ain't no us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I, I said, we ain't us. <laughs> we ain't <laughs> us. <laughs> You're your own, bro. I think, uh, I think they probably were a little bit surprised at how fast the FBI moved because they, they was trying to leave like the next day or the two days after, and they was already like they already got uh, was ready to arrest them. So that's the fucking FBI. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they picked up. They said they picked up like 170 something people so far. They had names that night, ready to go, son. Ready to roll. No, I also don't think they expected, like, the whole Twitter world to, to put them out there. Because Twitter, the feds, niggas was like, yo, this oh, this who you oh, looking yeah. for? This who you look? Just they giving them people all Twitter the people. profiles up before they even left the Capitol. Nah, facts. But, uh, the, uh, the DC, I don't want to say the DC FBI page was put a bunch of faces up there and asked Twitter to help them identify yeah. them. <laughs> Twitter was like, watch this. Yeah. I don't think white people understand how much we enjoy <laughs> sure. watching that this. Was pure <laughs> entertainment. Pure entertainment, yeah. We don't usually help the police, but in this situation, gladly. <laughs> all, all hands on deck. Nah. <laughs> all hands on yeah, deck. That what, shit you, was so funny, yeah. what you need, Kai? <laughs> I was at the shop right last week. He come here every Tuesday. <laughs> He get a pound of ham and a pound of American cheese. He right there. Here you go. But it's also crazy because it was like family members were telling all people. Good. And like said, Twitter was doing their investigation, telling all people, posting people's profiles. Mm-hmm. So you were about to lose your job. You're not fucking around. It's not DC Metro Speak, Police. It's the FBI, jobs, bro. It was like, I was reading an article. It was like five or six off-duty police officers from like all over. I think there was one from Seattle. One from like Milwaukee and a couple other places that were at the rally too that ended up getting fired and then some got arrested. It's like fam, like what are you doing? I'm not surprised though. That's how you know it's nothing to do in Seattle. My guy hopped on a plane all the way across the country. <laughs> That's legit across the country. Across the it's country. Not too much further you can go, man. Raid the capital. Any shit going on in Seattle. Sonics the <laughs> ain't there no more. <laughs> The Mariners state. <laughs> hey, I see how they got the Capitol and the White House set up now. Yo. They got the wild 12-foot fences with barbed wire on the top of it. Uh, They're not that. playing around by the inauguration. Just put that shit on Zoom. Just call it a day. That might be facts. <laughs> Don't even fuck around, yo. Let's put that shit on Zoom. Get niggas the link. Let it be that. I think I think it'll be all right just because of the way. They <laughs> Why are you laughing? Like, 
Give us the link. Give us the link. I mean, I can't, I can't watch it. Yo, what's the password again? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I, contacting the way I was looking for the password to the Zoom. But no, I can't get I in. <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it'll be straight. Like it probably still be a little crazy, but just just off of the the response people got from riding at the uh, Capitol, I think I think people got the hint. Like, I right, yeah, this, this ain't the move. Not for not for inauguration. Like two weeks later. I mean, I mean it's probably still gonna be people gonna try something, but like yeah. maybe not to that to that um extent. I mean, it never was the move to go raid the Capitol. But. Yeah, but it was like, I don't think anything like that has ever happened before in recent times. And, uh, and that's just the that 1800s. Scale. I think definitely you're still going to have people wilding if you let too many people out there. So it's always somebody in the crowd that's going to oh, yeah. So I'm saying, just throw that shit on Zoom. Call it a day. <laughs> Why not just put it on TV? Why Zoom? Don't put it on TV, yo. We all need to be... Put it, put it on Zoom. Make it exclusive. Nah, they got to crash the network, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah now you're definitely right. gonna crash that day. They can crash, crash the TV network. You can't mute us all either, so you know we in there wilding. What on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all the people popping up on Zoom. Like watching. a yellow box just no keep bouncing around and shit. <laughs> And you know somebody's going to be in there acting foolish. Don't let everybody be able to talk. Nobody have a name. <laughs> Mike muted. They're going to be like, yo, Kamala, you can hear me? <laughs> Auntie. Auntie. Nah. <laughs> mad close, like, yo, y'all can hear me? Yo. <laughs> yo, tell Joe I said where my two stacks at. Yo, facts. Run it, yo. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be dying with that text earlier. But yeah. <laughs> yo, you talk about the text dying, yo. I was dying in person. He said, where's the second stimulus coming? I was like, I think mostly everybody got sent out their 600. She was like, nah, I spent that already. I'm talking about that 2000 I didn't talk about on the news. I was like, yo, it didn't even go to, it didn't go to the house yet. It didn't go to the Senate yet. He didn't even. He, didn't he not even in the office yet. He didn't officially get put in office yet. And you gotta go through so many checks and balances before you even get sent out. She like she dead thought it was like on its way. I was like, nah. You sound like Chappelle. I want that purple stuff. Like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Yo, dead like <laughs> I want that purple stuff. Dad thought it was on its way. She was like, when like when is that one supposed to come? I was like, the six hundred? Like, nah, I spent that already. The two thousand. <laughs> Like, hey, when that's supposed to come, I got a tracking number. <laughs> oh, Biden could have kept that in his bag. He didn't have to. He didn't have to come out and say that already. He could have waited till he got in office, and then like maybe a couple of days said, "I I got this plan for two thousand. Like, oh, people is waiting on that two thousand. Like, I right, sign that paper, get up in there, and start sending out them stacks to Joe. People need to listen though. He said, "I'm trying <laughs> to get you two thousand. He never said that has nothing to do with listening. Like yeah, people just heard two thousand president. Yeah, <laughs> yep. People just heard two thousand. I said stimulus package, and it was like, oh, it's go time. <laughs> the sick part was like an older lady I was talking to. She's like, no, it's right here in the paper. It's like, oh right, yeah. <laughs> Not that I don't need that, but I need that. <laughs> I spent that. that already. Where's the two stacks? So, what do you think is realistically going to happen to Trump? Anything once he's out? 
going to jail, bro. I mean, it sounds. Yeah. Do we really think that's gonna happen? No, nah, I think it's gonna happen. Um, we don't get him, I, I, I so, think it's a possibility. If we don't get him, Iraq gonna get him. So if he does <laughs> go to jail, I personally think it's probably gonna be something probably tied more so to his businesses and far as anything he did, far as being president. Like, I don't think it'll be anything. It's maybe anything like I don't know what they plan on doing because I know Florida and New York have some tied to his businesses and stuff as far as the states go. But I think as far as that, maybe he'll get arrested. But I don't think anything presidential-wise he'll get arrested for. He might end up getting impeached, like, officially, officially, though. So, just as, you know, the House, yeah, the House did the impeachment. Now you got to do, like, the trial piece, which McConnell's yeah. you know, really, Senate. not going to, yeah, it got to go to the Senate. But they can finish yeah. the process after he's already out. Right. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, you're out of office, no harm, no foul. Nah, they, they, you can still go through it. <laughs> Bring that up. Because you're talking about lifelong, uh, like a million dollar salary, yeah. insurance, yeah. secret yeah. service, all that. So they got to mm-hmm. they gotta figure that out. We don't get them. Iraq is going to get them. So. You think I reckon just send the boys over here and snatch them up? Body snatcher shit? Yeah, I do. They might. They might. <laughs> I do. I was wondering. I was just wondering where your head was at, Paul. I sure. do. They might be here already. <laughs> just waiting, like, mm-hmm. It's the 20th, bro. They could come here <laughs> on your ass. That, that we're probably in big trouble as a country if they could just sneak in here and take them. Like, What'd you say? That if I they mean, sneak in here and take them, that means we're in a pretty bad position as a country because clearly it ain't safe. <laughs> Bro, he was <laughs> not giving two shits about anybody while he was there. Oh, talking hella shit. So I know they don't care about coming over here. Uh, facts. I mean, they've come over here before for other terrorist attacks. So what's snatching but, up Trump going to do? Ain't nothing but a flight. Might be a long flight, but ain't flight, nothing but a flight. Ride. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the difference between doing an attack and killing yourself after it's over and then coming and snatching him and getting out and getting him back. Like that's you said boat ride. <laughs> you never know, man. That's the only way you're gonna get him out. You're not, you're not, how you gonna get out in the air? It would have yeah, to sure. be water somehow. The so way they I'm let them niggas through the Capitol, they might just let that nigga back out with them <laughs> with Trump back to customs. <laughs> I mean our military be doing some body snatching and shit like that too. So they might say, "All right, y'all sending seals over here, always killing our people. We sending our boys over there to snatch up Trump." This guy said they're gonna take him through customs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the customs guy just seeing him come through and like, yep, "All set." <laughs> Stamps. I got your passport. <laughs> That's, that'd be the sickest stamp on your passport. <laughs> Border pass the passports out, please. Yep. Just slide over passport. here. So step over here, please. I'm just showing up the stamps in your passport. Like, yep, that's the stamp where I snatched up Trump. <laughs> yeah, I framed that. <laughs> we got him, Joe. We got him. <laughs> Yo, the memes with that been killing me. We did it, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yo. Uh, before we get into the next topic, uh, quick shout out to my homie Aunt Clemens, man. He's singing at the inauguration. With uh, Justin Timberlake. 
Oh shit, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the homie here in Clemens, man. Friends of the show. Young King, Black King. That that, yeah. that might be a real friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's, 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 that's take note. Take note. That's legit, like friends of the show. Watch your mouth, bro. Don't be this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's only be safe out there, though. Like I got friends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we, we we hear we hear you. I wonder what kind of like security protocols and stuff we gonna have to go through when it comes to to doing that. Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably gonna be crazy though. Probably gotta get COVID tested like every day before that shit come up. Ooh, I got a random question for you. Cause you deal with singers a lot. Um mm-hmm. when you out in the let's assume that it's gonna be cold, like twenties, thirties maybe, does it is it harder to sing when it's really cold out? Yeah. I mean, if That's you a sick question. get get to a point, I guess you're doing it for so long, but yeah, like most singers, they're supposed to like on the East Coast, most singers wear scarves. Like if any singers you know, like if you normally see them with a star a scarf on, that's because you're supposed to, you know, keep yourself warm. Because it does being cold does affect your vocals, mm. and you don't want to get sick. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you went through that scarf stage uh, too? You were singing. All right, yeah, relax. That was a, that was a bad stage too, yo. <laughs> it was a bad one. I, I get, I get you. That was very, very bad. Awful stage. stage. Nasty. Right. Dude. I, I, knew. <laughs> that was a, that I know. Was a nasty I ain't no kids as an R and B singer. Nah, he wasn't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> kids just love scarves. You took that. Uh, <laughs> you took that day twenty six thing too far. Go <laughs> <laughs> chill with that call, yo. <laughs> Way too far. <laughs> yeah, who was you? Who was you on day twenty six? Um, Robert. Who was who? Oh, yo, what's the next topic, man? <laughs> wasn't there? Wasn't there Robert? <laughs> Wait, kids was in the club with the scarves on? Yo, come on, yo. (laughs) (laughs) You remember uh, remember that show we did at Toad, the Lily Pad? We had bad picks. I was looking at the bad picks with a scarf on. Oh, yo. Can we get the next topic or? That was was the winter time, wasn't it? One of those matter. We was inside, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah, it's, it right. be warm, huh? Chase definitely had the coat check. Just, yeah, just tuck the scarf in your sleeve like you was in fucking grade school. <laughs> Hand over your coat. <laughs> yeah, done. We're gonna get the next topic. We're gonna finish the spot. <laughs> get it out. Well, another thing, yo, you know why black people make me laugh? <laughs> because he's. Ben said it was a bad fit, and you acknowledged it was bad. He had to just keep going. He had to say it was a horrible fit. Like, bro, he already acknowledged it was bad. Why can't you just Kids like, nah, I'm going to get these fucking jokes off. <laughs> nah, you're not getting off that easy, fam. <laughs> oh, weak, yo. That's funny, yo. rub it in. Yeah, it's a lot of funny people in this world, yo. No, I'm not gonna let that slide. I feel like y'all set that joke up too. Like I feel like I feel like there was a side text outside the group chat. Not at all. Not at all. No, 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 no. Not not you. Not, not at you, all. Between between school and home. <laughs> like, I feel like it was set up between them. That flowed nah. a little too easy just now to start. Like, oh, that flowed way too shit. easy. 
I asked him nah, that, and then he brought up Scar. Nah. <laughs> that, nah, that was way too random of a question, yo. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. He said, my nah, don't sit well with my, well my spirit, yo. Yo. <laughs> don't sit well that with was, at all. That was live action right there, man. Nah, nah, nah. I don't, I don't like that. That's how you know niggas is sync. <laughs> <laughs> not fake, bro. I'm gonna, uh, I'll edit in a couple of pictures of you with scars from back in the day. Oof, that's funny. Oh, yo, come on. Oof. Yeah, we, that's what we, this, what we doing. At, huh? at this point, we we all got bad pictures. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna end up on the podcast page. Yeah, or something. nah, we definitely got bad. Pictures. Nah, you got you got to play school with the vest on. Chill, 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 Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. You gonna get my shit off? You gotta get school nah, show too. Gonna change the password. <laughs> nah, yo. Nah, we all got. Nah, it's it's all good. Cause I'm putting merch out like that. It's all good. Everybody gonna get to wear that. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare put that merch out. Don't you fucking dare. I should go sit on the Keep shelf. that merch to yourself. <laughs> we all gonna have a version that merch. Nah, that shit gonna be on the shelf, dog. <laughs> Nobody gonna touch that. I just take oh, a man. Just what? I said I'll just take a regular tea if possible. <laughs> it's gonna be a plain <laughs> tea. You're gonna come with a free vest. <laughs> all right, yo. All right, all right, yo. We gotta get to the next topic, yo. Come on. Buy one tea, get a free vest. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, throw the scarf in while we at it. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not even a buy one get one. <laughs> <laughs> said, get the vest free. <laughs> I would think the vest is more expensive. How the vest come? That's terrible business, yo. Yo, that is bad oh business, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> Get to the Nigga, Riggy, what? We just start stuffing the vest in your bag? <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. Oh, what that? <laughs> nah, it's free. It's free. Oh, it, it comes with the shirt. <laughs> Can't have one without the other. That nigga oh, said, shit. <laughs> yo, all right, yo, what's the, what's the next? Comes with a yo. free vest. Mm-hmm. Wow, yo, that's crazy. Oh, man. All and right. Then, that, 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 and that, 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 Otis said, hard hard into the net, yo. Good boy, yo. Uh, yo, my guy be out of business so fast, <laughs> Yo, oh man, my gosh. <laughs> so much for first in, first out. <laughs> oh my god. No FIFO LIFO out of here. <laughs> yo, that's funny, yo. That's funny. Oh man. That nigga just funny. Hey, uh, yo, go to the NBA. Uh we gonna pull it together. But you see like everybody jumping off the Trump. Trump ship. We saw earlier this week that uh, he tried to give the Medal of Honor to Belichick. Belichick was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm not trying to be associated with you." So, what do you think about that? I think he said, "I don't want no parts." <laughs> from what I heard, um, around know, from people, they're saying like around the league, like Belichick is one of like outside of like his coaching expertise, like he's one of like one of the highly respected uh, people in the business as far as like morality and like just doing the right thing um so 
a lot of like I I was cool with him denying it. I didn't think he should have accepted it. Um, actually, when I first saw it broke broke on on over the different news cycles and stuff, I had a feeling he would um, deny it. Just cause he just seemed like a you seem like a like a decent like good guy for who does the right thing. You don't really hear you don't hear anything about him not doing the right thing or any kind of like trouble other than the football shit. But that, I mean, everybody try to get an advantage in terms of like coaching and playing the game and stuff. But outside of that, just being a decent human being in this world and in America and in our country, like I feel like he's one of the nicer guys. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought he was a Trump supporter, but maybe I just assumed that. I thought it was Kraft. I know so Kraft I'll say was. You get mixed up with Kraft and Tom. Yeah. I don't remember too much about Belichick. I know I saw Robert Kraft. I know I saw Brady. So I guess I just assumed like it was just a straight line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even in his um, statement, he wasn't like he wasn't condoning nothing that um that Trump was doing. Not that everybody else that doing it now are jumping off his bandwagon, but I feel like. A lot of people were doing it because they don't want to be associated with Trump. I felt like he was doing it to be – he was very sincere about his uh, message and what he put across. But at the same time, I, usually only giving stuff to people that he, he like, he messed with. So, usually yeah. that's random people. But all presidents do that, though. On the way out, they start passing out medals and – No, but I mean, different awards and stuff like Trump that. has been doing stuff like that the whole time, but it's usually, like, his people. It's usually not people that he won't deal with or people that might not accept it. So – that's another reason I assume that they at least had some type of relationship for him to even offer it. So. Yeah, I, I, re- I read that. Um, I don't know how much it's true, but it, it said is a quote from DJ Academics, but they said it's because of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, he said it was because of the uh, the riots and stuff. So that makes me think he might have some, like uh, being saying that he might have been uh, for Trump or, you know, some somehow, with them, but this riot shit made him not want to do it. I mean, yeah. want to go down with the sinking ship, man. Yeah. At well, this I mean, point, nobody is. A lot of people in the beginning of his presidency, a lot of people were, I guess, on his bandwagon for, I guess, the business aspect of what he was putting out there. So a lot of people were siding with that. And then when the, all the antics and all the bullshit that he was doing and continuing to do, um, that's when people were like, nah, that's not the same person who I thought I was right away in the beginning and a lot of people jumping on. But like I said, I that's just me personally. I feel like Belichick has just always been that solid human being who always seems to just do the right thing regardless of what may be happening. Um, and I respected it. Um, I guess we, we really don't know because we don't – I don't ever remember hearing him ever, like, talk about anything regarding any of the stuff that's going on as opposed mm-hmm. to something like – Pop, who's always out in the front of it and always talking about, like, this stuff is crazy. Like, I'm completely against it. We need to take a stand. I just don't remember Belichick ever talking about it. So I guess we're left to kind of assume to a certain I think extent. he did come up with um, a statement during, like, the the peak of what was going on during the summer. Because um, I was on CNN and ESPN heavy, and everybody had a statement. I feel like I saw him have a profound statement. It probably got swept, you know, under the – Right with everything else, because everybody was just throwing it out there. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel like I did see him or did see something with him writing a statement in support of the movement of what was happening during the summer. Going back to what you were saying before, it definitely was a lot of wealthy people in this country that was backing him at first. 
mm-hmm. even black people. Even up to the election, it was like black rappers and athletes supporting them just because of the the business piece of it and their like their selfish interests. I think through the course of his <clears throat> um, being president, there was a few people that kind of jumped off because of stuff, but everybody really started jumping off right now at the end after what happened in D.C. And they're like, their legacy becomes tied to his legacy and nobody wants that, especially the people that's, people that's close with him. So yeah. I just wonder how genuine a lot of people are about like denouncing him at this point. Like, what do you have to lose at this point? He's already, he's out and he already did. He led this crazy insurrection. So of course you want to jump ship now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, did, I just read something I said, uh, this from 2016, but I guess Bill Belichick and Trump were friends before like the whole pilot him running for president and, and all that it's from 2016 okay. like i see i wrote him a letter and people people thought it was like political or something like that but but he was just saying like you know they, they were the friends so you know outside of him being the president maybe they they were you know friends or whatever but now that all this stuff is happening he's probably genuinely backing out like like yo like we was cool but you wildin type shit yeah yeah, like I mean, yeah, any friendship. Like if y'all doing some, one of y'all start doing some wild shit that don't really side with what I know you doing, <laughs> and I'm be backing out too. Like I'm not gonna, like nah, yeah, that's my boy. Right yeah, you wilding, so I'm out. Um, so if that's what the relationship yeah. was, then that makes even more sense that I felt like he was genuine and sincere in his message. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that also makes sense why he probably was trying to uh, give the medal of honor to Bill Belichick. Just, he's, like he, he's fully going down. He's just trying to pull some people to just try to soften the blow a little bit, and it ain't happening. He was like, "Yo, you try, you try to go to hell with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to go down there, bro. Uh, so, if you're a player on the Patriots and he does accept that, like, how do you feel at that point? I'm out. I'm out. Just like trade I don't, I don't, I don't want to be because it's, especially if you're not one of those prominent players on the team, you get swept right along with everybody else. You blend it, and it becomes, oh, the Patriots are about what Trump is doing, not just, you know, Danny Burke feels this way. Nobody care about what I got to say. It's the whole organization and who's at the top and the face of the organization. So, but at the same time, like. Everybody still got their morals and views and what they deem is right and wrong, and I wouldn't be rolling with it. Like it's just you just gotta you know make that decision, make that call for yourself. And especially if I was a well-known star on the team, like that's a big statement. If he accepts that, whether he like, well, I want to be, I want to be out or traded or mocking out or whatever the case, whatever the terms, right. language you want to use, that sends a big message. So depends on who it is. Depends on who it is and how much power you got in your voice. I don't know if y'all want to take this to a lighter sports uh, note. Got a, the big trade with James Harden that just happened kind of out of nowhere. I mean, we just <laughs> traded, but I hadn't heard anything about the Nets until it happened. I heard, like, the Sixers and a bunch of other teams, but I never heard about Brooklyn. Yeah, I, remember, I remember hearing the whispers about, about the Nets when he, when he first was talking about getting traded, when they kept saying that he was uh, – Pushing for a trade. I remember the Nets being and talks about it in first, but then they were like that kind of fizzled out, and it was the Sixers was one that always kept coming up, and 
at the other team. I know Sixers was one of the main it ones. Was the Sixers and the Heat, and I think the Bucks came in like last minute as a team, a destination that he had throughout yeah. here. Um, I didn't think the Sixers was gonna. <clears throat> I didn't think the Sixers was gonna roll out um, and pull that off anyway. Yeah, because remember when it first came out, it, they were about to talk about the Nets, and they was like, "Oh, it's not enough ball for all of them," and they I can't think see that really working. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember a little bit. I think I probably just kind of put that to the side because I just didn't think that would ever realistically happen. So I was didn't like, think it would happen. Yeah. Well, you're right. They were talking about that before. Um, and then it was a little ignorant too, because I guess um, Daryl Murray, who used to be the GM of the Rockets, he went to Philly, and him and the owner from Houston, they had a falling out when that had happened. Because um, I guess Daryl Murray was like, "Oh, I want to take some time off and um, and like step away for a little bit," and then like two weeks later, he went and got the job in Philly as the GM. So him and the owner been at like just for like ever since. So I think the Philly, that's where the Philly thing came into play. Because um, I don't think – like, he wasn't going to send James to Philly knowing that Darryl Morey's over there and they just had a falling out. And if I send James there and y'all fuck around and win the title when y'all was both here at Houston and didn't win the title, nah, that's not – I'm not rolling with that. So, that I sense. think it was just more like a little petty thing for him to throw the Sixers out there. Yeah. And I, like I said, because I, I, I didn't know – I didn't think that was going to happen anyway. But then once I started really looking into it, I started um, hearing about the different stuff behind the scenes. Like that makes sense. Um, but the Brooklyn thing, I felt like I felt like that always had a chance, um, regardless of the money. And they was gonna try to make that work. When you got James Harden, one top six, top seven players in the league, you gotta go and get that if you got if you can make it happen. Like regardless of the antics that he had came up with and started doing and all that shit, you gotta go scoop him up if you can. Yeah. You got to, like that's that's a no brainer. I think I think a lot of teams had to go into it like just under the impression like, all right, he's doing these antics because he wants to leave. When he gets here, he's not gonna be about the antics, right? Okay. Yeah. And he's also still an NBA caliber player, part. and I'm not gonna just mm-hmm. let him just go to fucking Orlando. Son got son got lose a few pounds though. Yeah, he's, he's wild out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I heard the heard the announcer at the game. He was like, uh, "Harden had a a good dinner before the game." <laughs> yeah, heard, yeah. Like, yo, they been frying him, yo. Nah, that kid, kid is sloppy, yo. He came back, <laughs> but that was all part of his play. You know, he was he was throwing that out there way before training camp. He definitely uh, came through with the wild quarantine fifteen. He got Westbrook <laughs> out of there. He he want Russ no more. Like they, Houston has literally done and did everything they could possibly try to help James get a chance. Nah, he didn't get Russ out there. Russ wanted to leave. I think Harden has something else to do with it, though. I don't think so. I don't think you get. I don't think you push Russ out of there and then say, "Yeah, nah, I want to leave." You see weirder things happen. I feel like he had something to do with it. Either way, Russ was out of there in a heartbeat, um, and then. And that was that started that started TV started with that last year during the playoffs when they was getting smoked out by the uh, Lakers. <laughs> it was like, yeah, he got a I was like, oh, I don't think it's working together. And so he got Russ out, and then I don't know. That's when he started his bullshit. I'm not showing up training camp, overweight, 
then showing up, throwing a bowl at people. Like, he started wilding. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. He started wilding. Nigga turned into a whole villain. Yeah, like, in, like, two weeks. He <laughs> <laughs> turned into a villain was, like, trade me. In, like, two weeks. <laughs> but they literally, everything, they everything. did a lot to, they he changed. He said, I came, he said, I didn't come to the training camp. Didn't do preseason. I came in overweight, and I'm fighting niggas at practice. For God's sakes, trade me, yo. Trade me. Then he came through, dropped like 40 the first game, just to let let you know, like, yeah, I still got it. Then he, for the rest of the day, he's like, all right, now I'm just throwing games. And my guy started point shooting. <laughs> yo, did you – yo, when you said, you said it in the chat, I was like, nah, he's not really, like – Games of point Yo, he was I seen, that one, I seen <laughs> that one pass he threw when they was playing the Lakers. I was like, on that baseline, yeah, that baseline, that crust the like, baseline pass. Out, yeah. yeah, that pass, you know better. Wall looked at that him pass. like, "Yo, what are you doing, yo?" Like Wall hey, dead looked at him like. That's what I try to tell you in the chat. Like he started wilding. He's like, "No, nah, you ain't got no antics." That's our listener movie. He's like, "Nah, yeah, you're right." He started bugging, <laughs> yo. They literally they did everything in Houston to try to help that boy out. To be honest, he came up short. Yeah, a couple times, multiple times, came up short. He went and got Dwight. He wanted Dwight. They went and got CP. He wanted CP. They changed the whole offense around him. They let him dribble eighty four times before he shoot the ball. (laughs) But he take forty shots a game. Like he he had. When got rushed, he had all types of control. Man, I got came up short. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah, they had a lot of football, and I still think like CP had a full. But if he didn't get hurt, I feel like they would have pulled that out, and they definitely they would have been favorite in the finals that year. Um, and that could have been that probably his chip. That probably have been his only like real chance to win a chip that year. But CP blew his hamstring out. Like seven seconds left in the game, and I was she root. And they still had a chance to win game seven. I think it went over a billion from the three point line. <laughs> kind of buy a three, yo. Yeah, they lived and died by that three that season. A lot of, a lot of yeah, we're a lot of seasons. So what do you think they look like if you get a healthy Kyrie that shows up, a healthy Katie, and a healthy Harden? They definitely top the East. You think they, you think they're able to mesh well though to, together? That's the problem. Yeah, it's just too many. It's personalities. Like I'm not worried about KD. KD gonna blend in and get his regardless. It's those other two motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like both of them just need the ball in their hands they too just, much to they get their they they, shit off. Head cases, yo. But it's head inter- cases. It's interesting. Yeah. Nah, they head cases. It's interesting. Too, because Harden and KD played together, even though they, it was different at that time. Yeah, that's, that's they all like they they own you know they privilege in the game now. They all got their MVPs, and KD got two chips, and I mean they're a lot different place now. But I think that chemistry could still be there. But you still just got Kyrie, who you just don't know what you're gonna get if you're gonna get anything if you decide to show up. Yeah. I think KD could fit anywhere, but nah, yeah, KD. I'm not worried about KD. Yeah, Harden and Kyrie both are kind of ball dominant, so this would be tough for them to yeah, like. Kind of. Like Katie, Katie 
and playing off the ball. I mean, like he can still he still get his shit off and and can dominate like having the ball on the court. But he's been playing off the ball damn near his entire career. With he at Westbrook, with Steph for the most part, and now with Kyrie. So like he gonna mesh either way. It's like Harden and I like head case aside, even without the head case, if they both are perfectly fine, I can't see them meshing well on the court, all three playing at the same time when Harden and Kyrie both need the ball a lot to get their game off. They got the same mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like I mean if you really like I mean Harden's the better shooter, but they both got the same game, just dribble dribble and they wanna attack it. Which is not a bad thing, but if you got Two slashers on the floor, like that, and dribblers on there. It's just crazy. Yeah, and you got a rookie coach. Don't be messy. And you got a rookie coach, Steve Nash, who's as a player, he's all about letting the ball just go and dishing it out to different people and getting buckets. And, uh, you, I can see Kyrie's Steve not Nash a like being hyped. <laughs> I can see Steve Nash like being hyped about it, and then think about like, damn, like fuck, I'm gonna do with these three. Like Kyrie's not a point. He's a like an undersized two guard, you guys. I mean, he don't. It's a it's shot first for him. You don't. Not really the the passer setting up people. Yeah. I think Nash might get overwhelmed with the uh, the personalities, but I do think the kind of offense he comes from might help because if you go heavy pick and roll, that'll kind of eliminate all of the dribbling because set the pick, come off the pick, and figure out what you're gonna do with it. As opposed to like what Harden was doing in Houston, dribbling it for 18 seconds and then either going to the basket or trying to find somebody in a corner with two seconds to shoot a three. So I think if they could go like heavy with the pick and roll, then that might help a little bit. You think that? You think Harden gonna run a pick and roll off him? <laughs> he ain't the coach. You you gonna make him do what you gotta do? The coach ain't can't make him do shit. He don't want him on the court. Yeah, if he not doing it, then he gonna be off the court. Nick will come out. I saw, I saw. Let's see if he got to listen. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why him being a rookie coach is difficult because you don't got the pedigree that says, you know, I got a ring. I know what I'm doing. You need to listen to me. It's kind of like, nah, y'all been doing this longer than I've been doing it. So, who am I to tell y'all what to do, really, in that, in that situation? But And D'Antoni on the bench, too, as an assistant. So, you know James, he, he, he going to be in a thousand, bro. Oh, and that's the other thing. Speaking of Nash and D'Antoni, who's teaching anybody to play defense? Ain't no D. <laughs> Shit, the game the other night was like one. Was that the, no? That was the that was the Blazers King game. But even that's then, the other, the other night they played the Knicks. It was like one. I think it was like one twenty to like one one eleven and one thirteen. Like that was, my next, but that was before after the trade. That was before the trade. So before the trade, that's when you still had uh, Jared Allen too. You still had Jared Allen, yeah. Still had Levert. Yeah. So now you don't have either of them. So now you got no defense and you got no bench. So they just gonna have to. They just. They, I don't. They gonna play that seven seconds or less, and they just gonna outsc- try to outscore you. Ain't nobody locking up. The three of them are gonna have to give you at least eighty, ninety every night. Combined. Yeah. Now nah, maybe maybe individually. <laughs> the, way those, the way that defense ain't going to be showing up, bro, they might got to average 80 or 90 apiece. That's silly. They might. No, that boy is going to be done. flying at the rip. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of shots, yo. So, 
let's say <laughs> let's say last the final seconds of the game, game on the line. Who do you think gets the ball, and who should get the ball? KD getting that rock. I don't give a fuck. KD should there. get the ball. I think KD, KD should get the ball. And KD, KD should take it. Yep. KD should take it out himself, give it to himself. <laughs> that way he eliminate all that bullshit and just do what he do. If he, I, if they go into somebody else's hand, he not he not touching that thing, yo. I can see Harden <laughs> holding it though, because like if KD shoots a shot and misses it or doesn't make it or whatever, <clears throat> I can't see them saying, "Oh, Harden should have took that shot," other than KD or Kyrie should have took a shot over KD. But if either of them shoot the ball over him, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, KD should have took that shot." I seen it the other night. I forgot KD, what they yeah. were playing, but it was the end of the game. They needed a bucket. And Kyrie had the ball. He took a step back three, missed it. And then KD happened to get the rebound. I think he shot it. He missed it. But yeah, they missed it I too, think yeah. the ball should always be in KD's hands. Harden, I don't think there's any argument about right. Harden's hand. Kyrie, you could say, well, you know, I made those clutch shots in the finals when it counted. So, I mean, I got a little bit of entitlement to the ball. But Harden, what have you done? I mean, he had those, he's got a couple game winners and shit, but that was regular season as far as playoff time. He hasn't been the clutchers for it. Uh, he, um, he ain't got no rings. Yeah. He ain't got no rings either. Yeah. That still shouldn't be announcing, but that still shouldn't be announcing, but he can't. Like I said, he's, but, a, but he's the better but shooter other than Kyrie. Like, if he had to go as a hierarchy, I'm definitely, I have KD. And then because James could get to the line at any given time, so effortlessly, I feel like you Wait, can, time I, out. I, I might have misheard you. Who do you have as being the better shooter out of the three? I said KD. I said out of the okay, two, okay. James shoots, better to, shoots the ball better than Kyrie. Okay, got you. I, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Come on, don't do that. <laughs> Yo, I, I thought you was KD bugging for a second. KD is the better shooter out of all the three of them. <laughs> but out of the two, okay. Kyrie and James, and his ability to just get to the line so effortlessly, I would – Put the ball in his hand over. Uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, KD should have the ball regardless, point blank. And he should be taking that shot. Everybody on the outside feels like that. But I can almost guarantee you it's not going to be the same sentiment from Kyrie and Harden. Especially if it's like back-to-back nights and close games. Nash drew and signed up for KD back-to-back nights. He will take it over. He was smart. Kyrie might not even be there. He might take another two weeks off. So <laughs> you gotta worry about him taking the last shot. <laughs> Kyrie might fucking not retire. He need to, bro. He need to do something. Doing anything right now. I'm tired of him. All supporting all his shit and antics and not antics, yeah. but like, <laughs> but he got his heart in the right place. Like he's doing stuff that's like commendable, respected. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm, I'm all for like if you. But you, you got, got a contract, and you gotta him. you gotta do your you gotta fulfill your needs on the contract. You gotta yeah, show like up the game. If if you got something going on with the fam or like the pandemic just is like hitting you harder than most people or anything, cool. I I hundred percent understand that. But like, bro, like you gotta tell somebody. Say that. Like you gotta yeah, you gotta voice that. that. You ain't gotta come out and make a press conference, but tell your coach. Like your coach does like I don't I don't know what's going on. Shit, tell KD. Apparently they're supposed to be tight. Tell KD, tell KD, like um. And KD, and KD still every time he talk, they ask him about it. He's been supportive about it, like oh, support him one hundred percent. 
Yeah, nobody's like arguing that, and nobody's mad about that. But it's the way he's going about it. He just seems like he's just above everybody. That's fine. But it's just you feel that. Yeah, I I think the comments communicate. Just communicate. Being adult, just communicate. Yeah, I think I think the comments at the beginning of the season is helping his case with him missing games and not really being vocal about what's going on with him now. Because it's like you went from like being all high and mighty, like oh, I'm this and that, and the media's below me, and now it's now it comes to the point where it's like he's out, and now you don't want to tell the media or whoever what's going on with him. Now it's like, oh, now you really think you're better than anybody. Like, you just think you could just miss games and just be like, well, personal reasons, I'm out. It's like, bro, like you said, it's, it's a job, man. You got a contract. It's a job. You, like, you call out, like, after three, four days, man, you need that doctor's note. <laughs> you need you need some paperwork coming back into that <laughs> office, bro. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you, like I said, you got to be an adult just communicate. And we know his history. He's not the best communicator. I didn't see this, though. I didn't, have, I didn't see him not showing up. Yeah. And like I said, I get it with the media, but, like, bro. Tell your team what's going on. Even the media thing, like I said in the chat, like, yo, fulfill your obligation and get the fuck out. Like, nobody asked you to be there talking to everybody for an hour. Do you, however long it's supposed to be, you see your three, four, five questions, get out. Nobody said you had to have elaborate on those questions either. Pull a marsh on and get out. Like, Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you asking. <laughs> yo, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Something, bro. Just simple. Just they just asked you to fulfill your obligations. They didn't say, give me a book report on how the game went. Like, they can ask it. You don't have to say anything, bro. It was a great game. It was a great game. You play hard. Say that enough times, they're going to stop asking you questions, then you don't got to worry about it no more. <laughs> True. They'll get they'll get the hint just like they got the hint with Marshawn. That's what Marshawn like, was like, all right, like, we know what we're going to get out of him, man. We could try, but it is what it is. Marshall's one of the he's a national hero now. Like everybody fuck with Marshall. Like you seen them solo commercials? Yo, they <laughs> rolling around in the tire, like picking up pick. Yo, kids love Marshall. It's funny. That's like I said, it's a job. You sign a contract, you're getting paid millions of dollars to dribble the basketball to play a game. Like just just do it and go home. It's not that deep though. Kyrie, uh, whenever Kyrie comes back, they all mesh, whatever. Are they now the favorites or still the Lakers? Favorites in the East? If they mesh. They're the favorites in the East. They're definitely the favorite in the East. I still think with a healthy Brian and healthy AD, I would take the Lakers. Because you still got – you still talk about defense. I don't think anyone – can defend AD on the Nets. I mean, they couldn't, but not definitely not anymore. Like AD does play defense. KD can give him a little. He can't do that for forty-eight minutes and start trying to put he's up. Not, he's not. He's not being AD for the whole game. There's no way. Nah, it wouldn't be the whole game. But I'm saying, dude, he can. There's at least a matchup there. I don't know. Of course, yeah. you can put on Bron and Kyrie and Harden don't really care to play defense no matter who's out there. So. <laughs> yeah, so you got, okay, that shit, that, yo, yo, he would be slender and hard. Like, Harden can't play defense. A little bit. But he don't be trying. 
I, Ky, like Kyrie yeah. can't play defense. I've I've never seen him play like shut down defense or like stop a defender. I've seen Harden on several occasions playing defense and stopping defenders. I agree. He got that block last year in the playoffs. He sold the uh, series for him. Block. Just that one. I mean, they got to the next, <laughs> they got to the West Finals with that. So I take that. Right. But um, yeah, he can. Yeah, nah, I would. I would with a healthy. AD, LeBron, I will take the Lakers in that matchup. Yeah. I would agree. I think that, Lakers will be able to mismatch-wise, you're going like I said, Harden will play defense, but <laughs> you kind of got to, like, I don't even know. Kyrie, you don't got to worry about him thinking about playing defense because he's not. And then if you're asking KD to play bro switch however you want to do it some it's going to be a matchup somewhere where brown's going to exploit it or ad's going to exploit it and it's going to, it's going to be ugly if you don't, your bench is going now you really got no bench that's the other thing too Brooklyn ain't got no they had a deep bench but they don't have it anymore yeah i think all things square with the next bench and let's say Levert and jire allen was still there that might that that figure goes seven <laughs> Um, but I think I was still, like I said, healthy AD, healthy Brian. I would take the Lakers. Yeah, I think it'll come down to defense, and the Lakers could probably get stops when they needed to. I don't think the the Nets would be able to. Nah. It, it will just be a shootout at, at some point. Which in that rate, well, in that sense, if it's going to be we just shooting with the lights out, the Nets do got an advantage in that point, but you can, it, it's going to come down to a stop at some point. And I take my chances with the Lakers getting that stop. Then. It, would, it would be in a seven-game sh- series, they would have to be too streaky with their shots to win a seven-game series. Yeah, they have to be stupid. Like, you would have to play defense at some point to win a seven-game series. Nah, yeah. You can't rely on you sh- just shooting the ball and shooting the lights out every night. That's a difference, too. The Lakers got some depth. They picked up the Morris brother in the offseason. They picked up Trez in the offseason. So they got a lot of bodies that they could throw at you defensively. So Picked up Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder. Yeah, he, so they, they got bodies. So I would take the Lakers. But they got West Matthews, too. That's underrated. They got West Matthews. Um, yeah. yeah. Picked up him. That was under the radar, too. Like he, he lock up. He'll um, get you a stop, too. Yeah. Like knockdown shooter. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he was okay for us, but it wasn't his best years. He had his moments, though. Yeah, man. Kyrie just got to get shit together, bro. Or just be done with it and go, go do some charity work. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. That's what your heart is really into it. And then now you don't got to worry about really sharing the bowl and all that shit. Because I think, I think James and KD would work just fine. Without Kyrie, you think they would? You think they would work better than Kyrie and uh, KD? I think so. Cause at the end of the day, Jay he played ball and he loved to play the game. Kyrie, like <laughs> you just don't know, yo. Yo, yep. <laughs> it's cool if we wrap up here. I know, like you think that you caught the shots and stuff. Do you mind if we? Is it? Is it good? Or it, it, it's cool if we wrap up here. Uh, I just. I know we need your permission for stuff like that. So. I appreciate you asking. Anytime.
<laughs> I want to get kicked off tails in the game. That's crazy. It went from just school <laughs> to biz in the game. <laughs> now it's tails in the game. I don't know how. I, I don't know what gave you that, that idea. What's going to be bees in the game? Give my guy bees some love, man. We're going to be because I know my role. Hey. hey. I got to know his role. I stay in my lane. I let school do his thing. And that's it. You know what I mean? My guy I just try to keep kids on topic, man. He's <laughs> got on the ramp about the hey, coronavirus pre- vaccine, and that was nowhere near the topic. I mean, you know, it's gonna go. shit flowed though. It did, you know what I mean? It was natural. Court TV, man. I was talking about He's the producer now. Live TV, we, man. Then we segue into the uh, scarves and everything else was golden from there. Leave on the back. Like, nah, just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. It's good. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Just keep it going. Get they on or something. Right. Yeah, this is this is a good episode, man. <laughs> Shout out to everybody watching and listening, man. Shout out to T Wilkes. I know Bean said he talked to him another day. Um definitely gotta get him on the show and talk about the uh, what's it called that they do? Uh, do you know the name of it? But it's like a, it's just like okay. men's I don't want to call it like Bible said. It's like a, it's like a faith kind of group. Just talking about what you're going through, how to deal with it. It's good to talk to other men about the stuff that we go through because you don't really have the opportunity that much. So I appreciate what you do. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely get them on the show, man, and get some more people up here. And yeah, just keep tuning in with us, man. We're going to catch y'all next week. Yes, sir. All right, All right. peace.